Welcome to Orla's Happy Hormones Podcast. I'm Orla, your resident tree-hugging, lemon-sucking, garlic-crushing hippie. Talking all things female health and wellness. I hope you enjoy. Hey, and welcome to episode 76 of Orla's Happy Hormones Podcast. And welcome to 2021. My God, did we ever think that we would see this day where it was 2021. Now, I know that we are a month into 2021. And there is a very legitimate reason for that for me. I hate January. (laughs) Pure and simple. I have always, always hated January. It has always been a month. I feel like it's like a very long Monday. And I always get a little down in January and to kind of avoid feeling down I will push through at work and I'll keep myself super busy and I'll be go 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 constantly so this year I decided to change it up a bit instead of being go 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 in January I felt it was time to actually take a bit of a step back and to let myself gently go through the month so I decided to take every day as a chem. Yes, I had plans for my weeks and work that I had to get done and clients that I wanted to see and whatnot. But I also realised that I had to take a bit of the pressure off myself work-wise because I was using work as a distraction from how I was really feeling. And surprisingly, January wasn't all that bad for me. <laughs> it when I actually let myself sit and be with myself for the month now not fully I didn't take the entire month to just sit and be with my emotions but I let myself check in with how I was doing and how I was feeling and there were some days where I was super tired there were some days where I had loads of energy and what I've learned to do is to really check in with my gut so gut check or checking up my nervous system, how I was feeling on any given day and what it was that I needed and what it was that would serve me in the best possible way for me. So I gave myself January off of podcasting and took it easy on the social media side of things and I was really focusing on other areas of work with clients and just with myself and I think it was the best thing I could have done. I never make New Year's resolutions. Well, I used to, but I haven't done in like seven years. And this year I didn't make any New Year's resolutions. I made a promise to myself that I was going to honour myself and I was going to listen to what my body needed, what my mind needed, what who I as a person needed. And so far it is serving me. So I'm coming... I'm coming, excuse me, I'm coming into February with a fresh look of the year ahead. I gave, I gave myself January to reset, look at the things that I need to do, look at the things that I want to do and look at the things that I don't want to do. And I'm coming into February with a much clearer head. So my new year, new me, starts in February. And I think it's going to be this way from now on, well, for the foreseeable few years until 
I switch things up again. So February for me, again, work, my practice, my clinic, furthering my knowledge, furthering my own education, doing all the things that set my soul on fire. And to do that, I have to, I have to have some goals and I have to have some structure on how to go about doing it. All the while being mindful of me and again, my needs, my wants, my desires even. So this week's episode, the first of 2021, is just five tips for the year ahead. How to get through the year ahead and realise that the year ahead, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. We have to take our time and do it at our own pace. 2020 was a year of ugh, chaos, upheaval, us being completely thrown off balance collectively and individually. I've spoken on a few episodes on how last year affected me on a personal level and I know 2021 isn't going to be dissimilar. I know a lot of people were hoping once 2020 was over that was it. It's 2021 was going to be perfect. Well look we're in we're still in lockdown and that's okay. It's not really that it's okay, it's shit and it's not normal and we have to realise that it's not normal but it is okay. Giving yourself the space to to really process everything that comes up is is so important for your own mental health and well-being. But knowing that there is a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel there are things that are changing we are able to start looking forward to things we're not sure what's going to come we're not sure what's going to happen but when you think about it we never have in our entire lives we have never known what was ahead of us we have never known what was going to come we just had to brace ourselves for the unknown we tend to become complacent in life when we're in our routines and we're we have our structure and everything's running smoothly and it's not until something kind of hits you out of the blue that you get keeled over. Well, this pandemic hit us all out of the blue and we've been going through it for almost a year now. And we'll still be going through it for possibly another six to 12 months. So it's learning to be okay with the unknown and being okay with not being okay. As ironic as all that sounds, I know. So for me, what I'm doing, my tips for myself and ones that I hope will help you are the following. So the first, set achievable goals. Now I know a lot of people made their New Year's resolutions for January and long list of things that they wanted to do, da 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 da. For me, I've always... I've always set not unachievable goals but really big goals for myself and given myself very short time periods to fulfill them. This year I'm not. I'm taking a step back. I'm simplifying things. So I'm setting unachievable goals because I don't want to put too much pressure on myself while we're still in the uncertainty of this pandemic. 
So ask yourself, what goals is it that you'd like to achieve in this year? Don't give yourself a big list of things to get done in the first few months of it because it is a year long. Now I know we've a month down, we've 11 months to go. Something I started practicing a few years ago was giving myself a monthly goal. So I'd plan out the year ahead and then every month I would set a goal and try and reach that target goal. A lot of the times I would throw in extra stuff and then put myself under pressure and then I'd inevitably fail at one or two or three of them. But even that word fail, it's not even failure, it's it's feedback. And I'm taking that feedback on this year. So this year I've set out my my yearly goals of what it is that I want to achieve. And then I'm breaking them down into a month. And then I'm breaking them down into a week. What is it that I can get done each week? Be it personally, professionally, even socially. I know lockdown, pandemic, we're not meant to... Not that we're not meant to be social, but it's quite hard to be social right now. But even setting aside a couple hours a week to have a Zoom call with friends or to go for a walk with a friend or even setting yourself the goal of getting out of your comfort zone and talking to a stranger, saying hi to random people walking down the road, putting smiles on people's faces, little things like that. For me, one of my goals is to cultivate joy and happiness and for me, I really had to think about this lately because I found I was kind of spiraling again. I felt like I was, I know last year was really a dark night of the soul for me and I'm coming out the other side of it, but I'm I'm still on that upward, that upward journey of coming out of that. And that can take time. Like you can, if you're in a place that's quite dark, you don't just wake up one morning all of a sudden feeling depressed. It's a slow decline into that area. And then you have to realise then that it's going to be a slow incline out of it. So giving yourself time, but knowing, knowing the things that bring you joy and happiness, start cultivating them. For me, it's connecting with friends. It's dancing. It's sea swimming, which I haven't been doing because of the cold but I am going to start back doing it this month. That was part of my goal. Probably not the best month to do it, the coldest month of the year for the water, but I think it'll be beneficial for me. So once my moon time is finished, I will be getting back into the water. But give yourself tiny little goals each week, ones that you know that you can achieve so that it builds your confidence on it and you feel proud of yourself. Something I did in 2019 was the 66 days of gratitude challenge but this year I'm giving myself the 66 days proud challenge and I want to feel proud at the end of every day so I make sure that I do at least one thing every day that I feel proud about and I'm proud of myself for and that's going to build my confidence so maybe start doing that a 66 days proud challenge and take 66 days to form any habit give yourself a challenge like that but an easy one, one that's doable for you. Little achievable goals on a weekly basis or even a daily basis. The next tip is to be a turtle, not a hare. Like I said, 
a year is a marathon it's not a sprint so slow and steady wins the race don't feel like you have to do everything all at once again going back to setting the achievable goals you set small goals that you know you can reach on a daily or weekly basis they will all add up towards the end of the year so have your have your big picture for the year ahead break it down and remember that slow and steady wins the race you don't have to rush anything that's something for me I used to always think that I had to do everything now 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 and I put myself under a serious amount of pressure be it in professional or personal life and now I'm realizing that like I'm 34 to some people that may seem old to me at times I'm like oh my god I can't believe I'm 34 but in the bigger picture I'm so young I'm so young I was talking to someone recently and talking about work and how you know be retired by whatever age and I was like no I think I'm still going to be working when I'm in my 70s like 70 75 with the work that I'm doing it's work that I I can't see myself ever not doing I can't ever see myself not being in the healthcare profession in some way shape or form so for me like I want to further my education and I'm like I've got loads of time to do this if I want to go back and do a degree the time is going to pass anyway some people when they're in their 30s feel that they're too old to do things well the time is going to pass anyway would you rather it be four years down the line and not have that thing done or be four years down the line have it done and if you use it you use it if you don't you don't but guaranteed you're going to learn something on that journey in itself you're going to learn something in that whole process so for me I do want to further my education and I'm doing it little by little as I go but not putting myself under that pressure of it has to be done by a certain age because the time's going to pass I'm still going to be learning and then I've still got another 30 years ahead of me working and for me I want to be able to work at something that I truly love and enjoy and have passion for and I know that's going to change over time like I love herbal medicine I will always love herbal medicine and I love female health and hormones but I have other areas that I'm so passionate about and I'm looking at ways of amalgamating them all together now you don't have to follow one path that everyone else follows you can make your own path carve your own way and that's something that I'm really looking at doing this year is carving my own way and seeing how I can bring all my passions in in together because that's what's going to give me fulfillment in life but again I know I gotta be a turtle I gotta be slow and steady the next tip that I'm giving myself and anyone who is listening is to keep your cortisol levels stable (laughs) when it comes to stress chronic stress or your cortisol levels end up through the roof and that constant release of cortisol is having really damaging effects on your your gut health your mental health your hormone health and trying to keep cortisol levels balanced we think it can be tricky but it's not that tricky it's looking at the root cause of why your cortisol levels are high what are your stressors 
And there's a lot of people who feel that they're not stressed and that they're coping really well and they're moving along. Everything's fine. Everything's grand. Da, 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 da. Uh, but a lot of people are actually in denial. And this is an actual term uh, in neuroscience that even though you're in denial of something happening, you think that you're coping, your body isn't responding the same way. Your body is still releasing cortisol and adrenaline. So really sitting down and checking in with yourself, seeing how you're really feeling. One of the best ways to do this is to actually sit down for 10 minutes in silence and see if you can stay sitting down for 10 minutes in silence. Can you be with yourself? Are your legs shaking? Are you twiddling your thumbs? Are your hands shaking? Do you have to be getting up, getting down, in and out of the kitchen? Can you sit with yourself? If not, that's a sure sign that you are in stress mode. So what can you do? You can start daily practices uh, and start off slow. Start off one minute a day with doing a deep breathing exercise for one minute. I'm not talking about meditation because I know meditation can be very difficult, especially when you're in your head, especially when you're in a constant stress mode or dealing with any sort of physical or emotional stress or trauma. But start slow. One minute a day of deep breathing exercises. Build it as you go. One minute for the first two days, two minutes for the next days, three minutes, four minutes, and so on. Then looking at your food, one tip I will give people is if you were to have one portion of good root veggies in the evening time for your evening meal or with your evening meal, that will help to strip excess cortisol out of the system and it will help to ground you. Looking at reducing caffeine. I know a lot of us, especially when we're stressed, tend to run off caffeine. I know I used to. I used to have probably six cups of coffee a day a few years ago. Now I have one and I've swapped out all the others for chicory, which is very similar tasting to coffee. And it's also prebiotic, so it's quite good for your gut. Looking at oats. If you have no problems with digesting grains, having a bowl of porridge in the morning, making sure to add a bit of protein to it just to sustain you throughout the day. Looking at calming teas, chamomile, valerian, oat milk, caffeine-free coffees or cappuccinos or whatever. Nourishing your adrenal glands, making sure you're getting enough sleep. Sleep is so important. And when it comes to cortisol levels, we, well, high chronically high cortisol levels you really need to be looking at staying in bed until minimum 7 30 in the morning if you can stay in bed until 8 a.m even better i know this can be hard for some people it's hard for me because i always have a set routine of getting up between 5 and 6 a.m and starting my workout at 6 this last month i haven't been getting up until 7 half 7 some mornings even 8 o'clock because i know my body needs the rest so I'm just pushing my day further on a little bit. Now I'm also very much aware that I'm fortunate to be in a position where I can make my own days. But if you can tweak things here or there where you can get up that little bit later, try and do that. The next tip is to stay true to you. Honour your needs, honour your wants. And how to do this quite simple gut check 
check in with your nervous system if you're asked to do something or if you feel like you have to do something sit check in with your gut how does it make you feel does it make you feel good does it make you feel excited or does it make you feel anxious and nervous or terrified now sometimes if we have to do something that we've never done before there obviously there's going to be an anxiety attached to it but that's just stepping out of your comfort zone but with some things if you're asked to do something or someone wants you to do something and if your initial reaction is to freeze up and have a very uncomfortable sensation throughout your body that's your body telling you no that's your nervous system telling you I'm not okay with this I do not want this so listen to that your body knows more than your brain does trust me on this when I say your brain what I mean is your conscious mind anyway your subconscious mind knows a hell of a lot more than your conscious mind so what is it that your needs are what is it that your wants are what is it that you know that's going to serve you better I don't know what's what that's going to be for you I only know what it is for me to find that out for me I sat down and I wrote a list I was like what is it that makes me feel good what is it that I need to do to be true to myself how do I honor me and my needs and Orla as a whole person sometimes it's saying no to things sometimes it's giving myself space sometimes it's really sitting with questions around are certain areas in my life really benefiting me are they really nourishing me or am I putting pressure on myself to be something that I'm not so I took a step back and I realized some of the things that I I'm doing I'm not doing for me I'm doing for the approval of others And it was quite hard to actually admit that to myself. So now, to honour my needs, I'm always, always asking my myself first or asking my nervous system or asking my gut, is this honouring who I am? So always stay true to you. It can be hard at first to say no to things. It can be really difficult, especially if you're a people pleaser. But the more you do it, the stronger you'll become at it. It's like any muscle. Once you start using it, once you start practicing it, the easier it becomes. It may be uncomfortable in the beginning, but before you know it, it becomes second nature to say no. My fifth tip for myself and for anyone listening is nothing is permanent. Nothing in this life is permanent. We are forever changing, forever evolving. Even from the minute I started recording this podcast to this minute right now, nothing is the same. Our bodies are continuously changing, our minds are continuously changing, and nothing is ever permanent. We may still be in a pandemic. We're not going to be in a pandemic for the rest of our lives. Things will change, things will shift. Do we know in what direction? No, we don't. Is that scary? Yeah, kind of is. But also, knowing that you can control the things that are in, in your direct vicinity, 
you can control how you are responding to certain things sometimes you may feel like you can't but you can it's all about getting back into the nervous system and self-regulating something happens that throws you off kilter bring it back take a step back what is it that you can do to balance yourself you have those controls what we're going through is not normal not at all and I'm seeing so many women and men go through so much turmoil inner turmoil, mental turmoil hormonal turmoil acknowledge that what we're in is not normal acknowledge that what we're in is not okay don't try to force yourself to be happy or get through it's okay to acknowledge that it's a shit show that we're in but then by putting all the previous steps in place being true to yourself honoring your wants your needs knowing what it is that can help you that's what will help you get through it be mindful of yourself be mindful of your needs give yourself some TLC be gentle with yourself have compassion for yourself and show up for yourself you don't have to get 50 million things done you can get one thing done a day and show up for yourself on that one thing you're the only one who can truly show up for you we can't wait for somebody else to come and save us as much as sometimes we like to think that someone will come and save us you have to do the work and you have to take control of your own life So show up for you, the wonderful human being that you are. So to summarise, make achievable goals. Be a turtle, not a hare. Slow and steady wins the race. Keep your cortisol levels low, please, for God's sake. Stay true to you. Honour your wants and your needs. And nothing in this life is permanent. You will get through it. So I'm wishing you all a wonderful 2021. We don't know what's ahead of us. I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of nervous. I'm a bit of everything. But I'm also really happy to be back talking to you. So for now, happy Friday and happy hormones. <laughs>